0: hey guys welcome to modified lifestyle I'm your host Andrew and I'm Ranjad and today we're gonna be talking about CSCS yeah so we actually have nothing planned this week so we're just gonna kind of go over CSCS that we attended on Saturday
1: it was nice to drive up there we I think we left around like 10 got there around like let's say 1
0: around like 12 12 yeah. to 1 yeah it was at the Grand Bend Motorplex in Grand Bend Beach mm-hmm. it's about five minutes from the beach yeah, so this was round three of CSCS. It was a three-day event. I think it started Friday and it runs till Sunday. Yeah. Uh, they have camping available too, so you know when we were there, we saw people camping out there, mm-hmm. also with like their RVs, the trailers, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely brought out a lot of different types of builds.
1: Uh, there's a lot of drifters there, a lot of circuit racers, even like for the show and shine, brought out a lot of like stance cars and stuff.
0: For yeah, sure. and they also had, like, race cars there, too. So, mm-hmm. you know, there are people testing out their builds on the drag strip there.
1: Right, which was pretty cool, too.
0: Yeah, we saw some cars doing runs, you know. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool.
1: Overall, I think it's just, like, a, a pretty well-put-together event in terms of everything in one place.
0: Yeah, it, it was literally everything you could ask for. You know, they mm-hmm. had the in, they had the time attack, mm-hmm. like, the circuit, the drag strip, and the show and shine. You know? And also, nonetheless, uh,
1: the patty-eating contest
0: patty and contest yeah that was great <laughs> yeah uh, i'm sure a lot of people enjoyed that I, yeah.
1: I i i think a lot of people just go up to get a free lunch the free
0: food yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm pretty sure you know yeah. They, yeah there was something for everyone you know i think we jo- we enjoyed the drifting the most you know mm-hmm. both of us were fans of drifting you know so that was really cool to see there weren't a lot of drifters there but you know the people that were there they were you could see that they have the skills to drift mm-hmm. and they had like a competition they had like the I don't know it was it was like a top 8 and we saw the top 4 go down. Right. They had like tandems.
1: Yeah. I I think this year what they did differently was allowed the drifters to actually do like a train.
0: Oh yeah, it was like a full train of all the yeah. drifters at once.
1: Yeah, it's really hard to see those because a lot of tracks don't really allow that because it can be a safety hazard. Um so it was cool to see that, you know, they got the track to get involved and do something a little different this time.
0: Yeah, that's cool. I think this was, like, my first, like, real drifting experience. Like, I've seen people doing drifting, like, at, uh, like, car meets, whatever. It's not real drifting, you know. This was, like, the first track drifting show that I've mm-hmm. seen. Yeah. And, yeah, I really enjoyed it.
1: Well, there's obviously more professionals, like, FD racing and stuff. I, I wouldn't say any, there, there was any, like, FD racers, but, like, like for the bare minimum, it was pretty good. Yeah, the yeah. these are, like, more
0: enthusiasts, kind of, you know. Mm-hmm. They're kind of just going out to have fun.
1: Yeah, no one was trying to win anything. They're just trying to, you know, get some lap time.
0: Yeah, yeah, basically. One of my favorite cars of the drift show was the the Corvette.
1: Yeah, a lot of power. Those things pack a punch, you know.
0: Yeah, it was like it was a convertible, but I think it looked like it was like completely stripped out. It had like no top mm-hmm. on it, nothing like that. Yeah. It's and like, the, the uh, angles that that thing could hit is like insane.
1: Right. Well, that that's the thing, right? Those things come power. With like a nice V8, yeah, taxi, yeah, exactly. Right, so you really don't have to touch anything on those cars. All you gotta do is just drive it, get lap time. You know?
0: Yeah, yeah, basically, that was really cool. <laughs> I, like he did a couple like laps, and it was it's really good, yeah, like really good drifting.
1: He he burned some tires that day. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, shout out to that driver if you if you listen to us. Shout out to you. I think my favorite um drifter there was the the one in the drift taxi. It's kind of like themed for, like, New York taxis, right? Yeah, it
0: was the the Yellow Forester. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which
1: was really cool. Um, not only because of the unique rap that he had on it, but because he he sent it. Like, Yeah, he really yeah. sent it. Like, yeah. I, that thing has a lot of power. <clears throat> like, I wasn't expecting it to be, like, anything crazy. Yeah. But when he got on the lot, on the... On the track, he was like,
0: yeah, he, you know, he could send it like right around the corners, right. no problem. And I
1: think he leaded in the in the tr- uh, the train that they did, in yeah, the beginning, yeah, right, which was super cool because like he was hitting it right, and everyone right behind him was doing the same thing, yeah, which yeah. made it perfect.
0: It was crazy because he actually did a tandem with another driver, mm-hmm. and the other driver couldn't even keep up, yeah, yeah because he was that. just he was just gone, yeah, you know?
1: yeah, like I think the power that the guy put into his car it's crazy
0: yeah insane
1: mm-hmm. so i think one of the one of the second highlights for us was the circuit racing uh it was much more different than most shows and it was actually a lot of built cars right it wasn't like stock cars that were just ru- running the circuit it was like real professional drivers with nicely built cars that yeah they operate. were
0: yeah they were definitely like built for uh like like the circuit you know mm-hmm. the time attack you can right. see that and they were like really good too like some like some of the cars there they were like s2000s and you know they had the acura integra all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff right up to like porsches i think there was like a gt2 or a gt3 yeah, on the GT3. track as well yeah and, and it was keeping up too like you know these cars were keeping up with even the porsche mm-hmm.
1: which was which was cool to see because not every day do you see like a gt3 in action not even a gt3 like
0: any of those cars you don't see any of those cars in action yeah and like the same kind of class i guess you could say i don't know if they had different classes here i think
1: they had um a front wheel rear wheel and all wheel drive class but they were allowing them to do like free circuits yeah right so like where they were just testing out the cars to see if it was running right and everything yeah and then at the end they had like a, a race pretty much whoever had the fastest lap time would win pretty much. Right? Yeah, so yeah. Throughout the day, we were able to see like a bunch of cars. I think there was a, in the real wheel drive one or the real wheel drive um, section, they had this uh, FDRX7, which was crazy. Like he had the oh, arrow, yeah. he had the engine and those cars are already light as they are. Yeah. So yeah. like, he was hitting the lap times pretty nicely.
0: Yeah, he was like he's a good driver. You can yeah. see that.
1: Even the front wheel drive, the Integras, they they ran everyone out of the ground. Oh yeah, <laughs> they were like running like really low lap times, right? So like no one was able to keep up with them and everything.
0: So. Yeah, definitely keeping up with like the competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we also checked out the the drag strip. You know, there weren't a lot of cars there, as like as many as the the Drifting was. But I think one car that like I'm sure a lot of people were anticipating was the Toyota Supra.
1: Yeah, the Toyota Supra is one of my favorite cars. Um, that car can do everything, pretty much. You can turn it into a drift car, you can turn it into a circuit car. And yeah, its favorite jo- genre overall is the drag.
0: Yeah, so I think this one, the Supra does there, it was a red Supra. I've seen it around. It's built for the track, but it's also a street-legal Supra. Mm-hmm. And I think the owner, he claims that it's the fastest street-legal Supra in Canada, right. which I would believe. You know, We saw yeah. it on the track and it ran like what was it 8.10 seconds 8.10 seconds yeah that's insane
1: which if you think about it for a daily driver not even for a daily driver but a street a street car a street car that is insane yeah it's insane for Mm -hmm. sure and it really beats any of the other cars that you see on the street daily like let's say even gtrs and everything i know people modify them too but for a rail drive cars on slicks and it goes and it, you can drive it on the street, which is blows my mind. Yeah, I think in terms of the drag, it it, it was pretty. It, there wasn't many cars, but you know when people ran, it was a good time because you were always kind pr- of pr- trying to predict who would win and who would have. To yeah, the yeah, exactly. Time, right. So that's what it comes down to. It's who it, it goes into prep and who gets a better time.
0: Yeah, and then they had the show and shine as well. Mm-hmm. Um, not as many cars as I was expecting. Right. But it, it was still good. You know, there are some cool cars out there. There was this one. It was a Toyota Celester. Yeah, role? it's like
1: the LS430, like, um, Japanese version. Japanese, yeah. So it was an import. It was right-hand right. drive. Which was cool because, like, literally, it looked exactly the same as the LS430. I yeah. know because I went to go actually look at these cars when I, because I was actually thinking about buying one. Um, they look exactly the same, but steering was just on the right side. Yeah. That's, that's about good. it.
0: And I think this guy he had it was mm-hmm. on air as well. Yeah, it looked pretty cool.
1: And I think he's selling it. I think he it was like
0: yeah, there was a, I think there's a for sale sign. Yeah, on a for sale right. sign yeah. on it.
1: Yeah, and I think it already comes with like some work wheels, which is a nice VIP look to it. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. It's pretty cool. I'm pretty sure you can find it somewhere on Facebook. The guy, the owner, is selling it. Um, back to the issue about. It kind of being mm, not a lot of cars in the show and shine. I think it has to do with where it was located. Um, A lot of the cars that come for the show and shine don't really want to travel that far. Yeah, yeah. Especially if they're not going camping. If they're just going there for the day and coming back after, it's not worth it for them.
0: Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Like, I think for, like, if you're doing... The drag strip, or if you're doing time attack or drifting, it, it's it's kind of worth it because you know we've seen a lot of people. Uh, they just trailed their cars there. Mm-hmm. A lot of trailers are there. You know, people <laughs> camping out there for the weekend, kind of mm-hmm. enjoying the weather. Yeah, sitting under their tent, bringing out their um tents for yeah. the camping. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was kind of It was kind of more of the vibe there. Yeah, and also nonetheless the beach.
1: You know, the beach being right beside CSCS really, you know, brings a lot more people too, in my opinion. Yeah, Grand Bend is a really popular beach. And like, when we went, it wasn't that packed. Like, if you go to Salva Beach in Wasega, it's always like, you know, people there. Yeah. This yeah. one, not as much. Yeah, I was surprised, actually, <laughs>
0: because the weather was really nice. Well, it was, I don't know, some people would say it's too hot for the beach, but I think the weather was pretty good, you know.
1: I think as soon as you get into the water, you're like, oh, God.
0: Yeah, you know, it, like, it, it makes it a lot better. Yeah.
1: Right? So like cars and then beach.
0: Yeah, always I a good time. Yeah. yeah, and we actually we went to the beach after and we saw quite a few people from the show at mm-hmm. the beach as well. Right. Yeah. So if you guys have ever been to like a CS:CS event, I'm sure you know. You guys know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Pretty good time, you know, mm-hmm. as always. You know, this mm-hmm. was our first CS:CS event. Yeah. Uh, for us, I think we enjoyed the drifting mostly.
1: Yeah um drifting is always the go-to i mean like it's it's a up upcoming you know sport i would say yeah like, yeah like you know how s- like tracking was the thing back in the day yeah i think this is the next new thing especially for our generation right
0: oh yeah for sure
1: i think a lot more people want to like go around the track you know in smoke you know yeah. right behind them That that's like the new trend
0: yeah it's more like exhilarating i could see right you know more than, like, just, you know, the time attack or, like, the circuit racing.
1: Right. Like, the, don't get me, don't get us wrong, though. The time attack is awesome, too. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Like, I really like that. Yeah. But the drifting is, like, so much cooler because it's so much harder, right? Yeah, exactly. Not, it's, yeah, not every not anyone can go around a track and just, you know, have their car sideways. Yeah, it just
0: goes sideways around yeah, a track, so, you like,
1: know? It, it, it's a lot more talent involved. Yeah, exactly. A lot more practice, too. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely something that we're looking to do in the future as well. Get into drifting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've already kind of talked about it. Looking at thousand dollar cars, even though we're not going to get it yet. Um, yeah, everyone tries to get uh, seat time because you know that's where you get more practice. And like with more practice, you, you'll obviously get better because there's more talent involved rather than just you know this track where you can you just have to have a car and you can just go around the, the track in college day. You know.
0: Yeah, definitely something that, you know, we we want to get into in the future. Obviously start small, something with like low power rear-wheel drive manual. Mm-hmm. The basics, really. Yeah. And you see a lot of people still drifting those kind of cars like today. You yeah. know, in these competitions.
1: Yeah, the thing with drifting, I think is that when you first start, it's all about precision, getting used to everything, right? So when you don't want to get a high power horse or high horsepower car and, you know, fail because then you're not going to know how to maneuver the trap, Right.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: When you have a low horsepower car, then you do much better with like all the practice. Right. Like downshifting, uh, pulling the e-brake. Right. With high horsepower cars you're not going to be able to do all that stuff, right? Yeah. Right. You're going to be going into one gear, let's say you're in third, third second or third gear, right? And you're just going to be revving it out and, you know, putting all the power Right. Yeah. yeah. Where if you have a, hor- a low horsepower car, then you have the, the e-brake, you have clutch kicking, you have all these other, you know, ways of, you know, drifting.
0: Yeah. To kind of initiate in the drift really.
1: <laughs> right. And where horse, high horsepower cars, they don't give you that ability. Obviously like, with practice, you'll eventually want a more high horsepower car. And I think that's what we mean by getting a car that will just, like, get us seat time because we would get the practice and we would just be going around the track and just trying to, like, you know, improve on our skills.
0: Yeah, yeah, basically. You know, we've looked at some cars, you know, you could get into drifting, like, really cheap. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, you need the funds to kind of mm-hmm. keep up with it. Yeah, It's an expensive hobby for sure
1: yeah because like the thing with drifting is you spin out you hit you hit a wall well, there goes everything right yeah yeah you can mess up your car just like that yeah exactly but the thing is it's a lot a lot of fun and like you i've seen some of the drivers and they're always smiling even when they're hitting stuff i think when they hit stuff they're actually smiling even more because you know that's a scene that like that's an accomplishment right in drifting yeah when like you know when you get really close to the wall and you just kind of just touch it, right. It's an accomplishment. So like, I think getting to that stage for a drifter is a very big accomplishment. And being able to do that one day, I think it'll be a sense of pride for any, anyone that gets into it. Right.
0: Yeah, I agree. It definitely looks like a a fun sport, you know, something that I think I would enjoy, but obviously, you know, you need the, the financial stability, Kind of mm-hmm. get into that hobby.
1: Yeah, because a lot of stuff breaks on... Yeah, exactly. Cars, right?
0: you, you see a lot of cars that people are drifting, and they also daily them too.
1: Yeah, uh, that's the thing about drifting, right? It's like, yeah, you can use your daily for it, but like, do you really want to mess mess shit up? You don't Yeah,
0: exactly. It's not practical. Right. Yeah, there were actually a lot of events happening this weekend as well, aside from CSCS. On Saturday, the same day that we went to CSCS, I think No Club had their summer showdown as well.
1: Yeah, I, I think there was a this event happening in Hamilton uh, I've heard that it was pretty good too and it had a lot of uh, nice trucks and cars come out
0: yeah I think no club it's mainly just trucks yeah you know not really our scene hmm so I, I don't really feel bad about missing that
1: yeah trucks are really cool I've been trying to get into trucks for a while I tend not to go to these uh, anything to do with trucks because I tell myself I want a truck then And it's not a good thing.
0: Yeah, so on that note, we're going to move on to some meets that are coming up. Mm -hmm. First one is Strada. So this is their North Face Rally pre-launch party. Yeah, so you guys already know, like, Strada, they're kind of doing something different this year. They're not doing their weekly meets like they used to do in previous years. Yeah, so this one is happening at the Dave & Buster's in Vaughan. Uh, Same concept as before, you know, $10 entry for cars and trucks, $5 for motorbikes. But they're actually charging walk-in entries as well. So if you want to walk in, mm-hmm. kind of just check out the show. They're charging three dollars per person.
1: They're just monopolizing it now, to be honest.
0: Yeah, that's kind of what I see. Mm-hmm. And you know, we, we've talked about Shonda before. You know, our thoughts and opinions on it. Not really in, you know, a fan of what they're going for now. Yeah. So they're North Face Rally Launch Party. You know, it's it's big every year. So mm-hmm. definitely, if you guys are free, definitely check it out.
1: I think they do something really well, which is they get a lot of support from north face rally which is why their their meets are usually pretty big
0: yeah it's a lot of like supercars and stuff like that so if Mm -hmm. you're into that definitely check it out but aside from like the modified culture i don't really see a lot of modified cars going Mm -hmm. to these kind of shows anymore
1: yeah i think uh, a lot of people find it too hot yeah yeah i can see spots and stuff so they rather not go somewhere that you know they are expecting to get pulled over
0: yeah because you know there's always uh YRP and stuff around that area too, yeah. where strata is. Exactly.
1: Yep, the next one is uh, ImportFest. This is happening on Saturday, uh, July 27th. If anyone has ever been to ImportFest, these events are crazy. They, well, they characterize themselves as the Canada's biggest car show. So, you know, people from all over Canada and even the US come up here for this car show. And it's usually a good time. You know, uh, I believe it's thirty three dollars at the gate to get in um, for registered cars. I think they've already re-
0: like accepted all the cars, so if you got in, kudos to you. See you there. Yeah, Import its always a good time. You know, they they host an amazing show every year. Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, like activities to do as well. They have like giveaways. They have raffles. Right. A lot of vendors and stuff.
1: Yeah, and they have a really good sponsorship um, with Boston and Accra. So, and Nitto as well. So that really makes them, like, stand out from the rest of the show. Yeah, that exactly. And they here. usually have,
0: like, exclusive, like, bills and stuff that they're debuting mm-hmm. at the show. And they,
1: like, usually the vendors, even, they give away free stuff too, right? Which, I mean, I don't really care for that, but, like, a lot of people go for
0: Yeah, yeah. Stuff. And even, like, posters too. Like, a lot of people like the posters. Mm-hmm. A lot of vendors give up posters for free.
1: Yeah, and I think they also have models, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, a lot of models come from the US. A lot of, like, US. featured models they have. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, that's happening. I think it's the Metro Toronto Convention Center. Yep,
1: it's happening from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. So a lot of time, if you if you get off work at 6, come on down. Just
0: pay yeah, a visit. Yeah, and it's downtown too, yeah, right? So right. it's a good location mm-hmm. for everyone. Definitely. Yeah, so the next event that's happening is Drift Jam. So that's the Sunday after Import Fest, the 28th of July. This is at TMP, so in Cayuga, down Cayuga, I think Drift Jam is like, it's one of the biggest drifting events that I've seen Mm -hmm. in like the GTA. Yep, A lot bigger than CSCS, obviously. So Mm -hmm. drifting based, basically. Right. And I've seen a lot of like content, a lot of videos and stuff. It looks crazy.
1: Yeah, a lot of people come even from the States to compete um, because like the competition uh, is actually pretty fierce at at Drift Jam itself, right? So um, it's definitely a good show to check out, especially for drifting even
0: yeah it's, it's a huge event really because they have i think they have open drifting so you can just go in and mm-hmm. then they have a c- competitive so i think they choose drifters depending on like their performance mm-hmm. and kind of go to head-to-head with other drifters as well so it's all day competition
1: which in general is it's more niche right so it's focusing mainly on drifting you'll see that a lot of the guys that come out are serious drifters so like they're not pros though, but like you know, they're focused. That's like what they love, that's what they like to do. You know, it's like more grassroots, I'd say.
0: Yeah, I think Drift Jam, it's like a summer, it's like an all summer event, so they have multiple events happening. I think we've talked about it in the past. Um, I'd love to go, I think we might be going, I'm not 100% sure.
1: We'll so, have to check.
0: Yeah, so if you guys are there, definitely come check us out. You know, we're gonna hopefully be there.
1: Once again, thank you for listening uh, to Modify Lifestyle. We really appreciate everyone that listens on a weekly basis. You guys are the ones that keep motivating us to do these. Um, if anyone has any inquiries about either advertising on our show, definitely get in touch with us at Northside Whips on Instagram or at Northside at gmail.com. Email us all your details and we'll get back to you for sure.
0: Yeah, if you want to become a special guest as well, you know, same thing, same mm-hmm. contact information we'd love to have anyone on the podcast
1: yeah thanks again and uh, see you guys next week